Hello, and welcome to this episode of the Lackadar podcast on Testimonial Tuesday. We have our co-host, Jackson Carney, with and two-time cross-country state champion, Macy Robertson. Hello. And Macy is our guest today. So, we're going to go ahead and pray and then get into what Macy has to say. God, right now I thank you for this day and for giving me the opportunity to do this, God. And I thank you for all the listeners and for Macy and Jackson and their families, God. And just please help us to glorify you and help all three of us to say the words you would have us to. And that if there's somebody listening to this that doesn't know you, that they could reach out to us and could come to know you, God. And it's in your name I pray. Amen. Amen. All right, Macy. So. Well, I'm blessed to be able to be born into a family who is who are Christians, and you know, I know most people don't have that around here because you know Christianity is not that popular around here. But I've just been so blessed to have parents and grandparents and. All those people who helped me to grow into my Christian, to help me grow spiritually. And so I was born to a Christian family or whatever, and I went to church. I started out here, obviously. And um, my mom told me the other day that when I was five years old, one day after school, I told her that I got saved. I asked Jesus into my heart. She said, Oh, that's great. And then I realized. Well, I don't even know what that means. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> my life went on, you know, and when was this? Probably, it was 2017, Vacation Bible School here at New Hope. I began to think about some things, and I was like, you know, my heart just doesn't seem that right. I know about God, and I know who He is and what He did for me, but I just like, I haven't accepted that, you know? Mm -hmm. So, they, you know, where they ask you if you want to learn more about Jesus. I was like, I don't want to do that because I'm too scared. So, I didn't do that. Then, after Bible school, I was at home and I was like, I should have done that. I regret not doing that. So, then, I go in my room I'm on my phone, and then I'm like, okay, I need to pray about this. So I asked God into my heart, and I just felt different. I was like, I think it, I think it happened. So then, <laughs> <laughs> so then I'm like, how am I going to tell my parents? I was getting kind of nervous. I don't know what they were doing, but I walk in there, I was like, hey, Mom and Dad, I need to tell you something. And they're like, okay, and they sit down, and I was like, I got saved. I accepted Jesus in my heart. And they're like, oh my gosh, that's great. And then they start crying. <laughs> and I was like, what's wrong? And then they're like, oh, we're just so happy for you because now you're going to be able to live in heaven with us one day. Mm. You know? And I'm, and then I was like, yes, Evan gets to baptize me. <laughs> in the creek. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah, I really wanted Evan to baptize me. <laughs> okay, that was so random. But <laughs> Anyways, I don't know when this happened, but 
my sister got saved and that was just the best thing for me yeah. to be able to help her and know that she's going to be with me one day too. Mm. So yeah, that's pretty much it. Okay. So, well, no. <laughs> so honestly, my biggest takeaway from that is that you're glad Evan got the Yeah. <laughs> Evan, yeah. I hope you feel honored. Yeah, Evan. <laughs> so, what would you say has been the scripture that helped you grow the most? Definitely Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. Hmm. I have, for I know I have the plans for you, declares the Lord, or whatever it says. Yeah. <laughs> plans to prosper you and not harm you, to give you hope in a future. Like, thinking about that, just process it in your mind. Hmm. You know that he has a plan for your life. Whatever you're going through, Whatever happens in your life, God still has a plan for you. Your mm. life isn't over yet. And he has a future for your life. So, I also like 1 John four nineteen, and it says, We love because he first loved us. Mm. And I, I really always try to think of that because whenever you're just like in a bad mood or whatever and you just don't want anybody around you, you just have to remember, love them because Jesus died on the cross for you. He loved you so much that he died for you. Hmm. Those are both amazing verses. If you can read my writing, would you like to ask the next question? Oh, yeah. Okay, so uh, <clears throat> it's a moment that changed, like, everything for you. That moment was probably when at youth camp because like the recent one we went to because hmm. we were Matt Simmons that's the name right? Yeah that's yeah. his name uh, <laughs> He was preaching We love you too Matt <laughs> He was talking and I was just like you know he's speaking to me God is speaking to me through him hmm. and you know that youth camp just really changed me that was a very good youth camp. It kept me on a high for a long time. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I get on highs and lows a lot. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Like camp, camp high and camp low. Yeah. And I just try so hard to keep that camp high going. Sometimes it's mm. hard, but you know. Yeah. That's, a, that's just like a pretty, like, you know, everybody thing. Yeah. <laughs> like everybody struggles with that. Too. Yeah. Yeah. Alright, um, and then the last question is, who are some people that have helped you grow throughout your Definitely walk? my parents. parents. <laughs> Definitely my parents. I have my parents, grandparents, my aunts, my friends, hmm. just everybody, honestly, y'all. <laughs> you know, Evan, Hannah, hmm. I could just go on, you know. And I really am so blessed to have these mm. people in my life. And the thing about it is, I know I have so many friends who don't know Jesus, but the thing about it is I don't want, like I want to share the gospel with them, but I don't at the same time. I know God wants me to, but then I'm just too scared of what they're going to say to me. Mm. But then once you do it, it's not that bad. Yeah. Even though they might have a bad reaction or a good reaction, it doesn't really matter because, mm -hmm. I mean, you did what God wanted you to do. Right. Yeah. 
That is. Okay. That that kind of like that feeling is just like not saying you know you're a Satanist or anything, but like you know that's like the devil, like kind of un like make you unsure about what you're what you're supposed to do. Yeah, I would agree with that, and I think that that's a battle all Christians have to face and overcome because. Every Christian has some unsaved friends. And if you don't, you need to get some so they can become yeah. saved. <laughs> um, but, yeah, that is definitely an obstacle to overcoming the faith. And the only way we can do it is through Jesus. So, do you have anything else? You want? I really think that you need to surround yourself with friends who are going to be nice to you and who are going to take care of you. I mean, you can have friends who aren't saved, but you also need to have friends who are saved and who love you and care for you and mm-hmm. will lift you up in good and bad times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we'll also smack you around when you need it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, uh, you know, you got, like, your close friends and stuff that are there for you yeah. and stuff like that. And then you got the circle right outside of that that you're friends but like, like you're friends yeah you're not gonna call them at 2 o'clock in the morning if yeah, you need somebody like, to talk to if you're crying your heart out yeah <laughs> and I also feel like you want those friends who are popular and who everybody's gonna love you because you hang around them mm-hmm. but it doesn't matter because you know Christianity is not popular no, nobody not. likes Christians honestly yeah, if that. you're if you're not a Christian, then you're probably not gonna like Christians. Yeah, yeah, that's a big thing a lot, especially with people around here. Yeah, because I like when I was growing up, I was like I always did think that you know like Christianity was like a big thing here. Right. But then whenever you do grow like you yeah. get older, you're like yeah, say that it's a big thing, right. but it's not. And I feel like the younger you are, you around more people that think because as a kid you kind of think that Christians are cool even if you're not a Christian and even if you don't think that you don't you're not really as a kid you're not really smart enough to know yeah you're you're sheltered yeah but as you get older you realize that those people you thought were Christians are honestly not and don't like Christians yeah and then kind of chirping on the thing you said like you know Christianity is not popular yeah uh, popular people don't chase the faith because mm. like you know yeah. uh, worldly possessions are a popular thing mm-hmm. and while we all have worldly possession, possessions yeah. you know we're not supposed to chase stuff like that right and that's I mean that's the life of a popular person is doing worldly things it is to make themselves more worldly right because when you're always going to be chasing after the next worldly thing yeah. you're going to get to one thing and say that's not good enough and you're just going to keep on going whereas like the complete opposite and right way to go by is like chasing after like spiritual growth yeah like you know how one person is like oh this party was fun can't wait for the next one and you're like yeah. hmm, that bible study was good let me go yeah. some more <laughs> yeah. you know, stuff like that that was a good analogy yeah <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty much all I had to add on that. Yeah. <laughs> so, we're good. Oh, okay. 
One thing I was gonna say that one thing I I struggle with sometimes is temptation. Like, for example, sometimes I'll just be in my room. I'll be on my phone doing whatever I want, and then I I need to be like I'm like I need to read my Bible today because I haven't read it today. And then Satan's like, no, you can just keep on playing on your phone. You don't have to. And I'm like, but I need to. And I struggle with that because sometimes I don't, sometimes I do. Mm-hmm. And I try and try to read more and more right. every day. So, yeah. I just going to say that. Yeah, thank you. I mean, yeah, I mean, that's like, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, a, I think, that's, honestly, I feel like that's an everybody. Yeah, that's, to some degree, too. Yeah. Like, because, I feel that yeah, often. I do too. Like, you know, and I, I have my like nightly Bible studies right. and stuff like that, but there's still other times when I could. Yeah, that's exactly the same to me. I find every couple of weeks, I find a really good show, like amazing show, mm-hmm. and I binge watch it in that span of two weeks. <laughs> and that entire time I'm watching it, I'm like, man, I could really be doing so much more productive. Like read my Bible or something like that. Yeah. But. Yeah. So this next question I'm gonna ask you, it's kind of I didn't just thought about this. It's gonna kinda of be Pope Southerner gonna kinda of be a little less serious, but it's to a more serious goal. So you are a two time state champion in cross country. That takes a lot of dedication, correct? So how has that dedication helped you? Be more dedicated to your faith. Well, I I started running track in sixth grade because mm-hmm. I didn't know you could do cross country in sixth grade, and so found out my friends were doing it. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna do it. Track was way different than cross country. I love them both. I'm not sure which one I like best, but cross country was the one that helped me more in my mm-hmm. faith because you have to run longer distances. Mm-hmm. track you only have to run up to two miles if you even get picked to run two miles and mm-hmm. cross country you have to run like a 5k mm-hmm. so I learned one of the most things I learned was endurance mm-hmm. endurance you have to have endurance and then you think well if I have endurance in this well I need to have endurance in my faith or go and mm-hmm through whatever I'm going through. I need to have endurance because God can help me through this, you know? Mm. And I feel like if you are a Christian and you're a Christian athlete, you know, God's going to help you with that. Definitely. So, in the words of Mr. Brock, he said you can't love two children equally. So you can't love two sports equally. So you have to decide a favorite. Uh... Well, let me let me just add something real quick. Okay, yeah, go ahead. No offense, but whenever you're having to choose between running and more running, <laughs> yeah, there's something wrong. Yeah, I definitely cannot be a cross country runner. Because, People, okay. Sorry, go ahead. Because I don't think I could give up sweet tea and things like <laughs> that that you have to give up hey, to. No. Oh, I drink sweet tea. I just don't drink Coke. Mm. <laughs> I'm trying to find this verse here. And do you know where it is? Which one are you looking for? Well, Hebrews? 
No, no, no. But if it's gun, you're the one you're looking for. I'm looking for it for it too. <laughs> I've got I've got it pulled up on my phone though. Here's one that says, uh, like I just kinda like popped in my head because like running run yeah. and stuff like that. It said, Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and sin which clings so closely and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. Mm. That's and I've heard it said that um because, you know, Hebrews 11 talks about all the people of the faith from the Old Testament. And I've heard it said that those two verses are kind of like the baton being held off to you to um, keep the faith. And it's the, I've, what's the Fight the good fight of the faith. Yeah. Take hold of the eternal life to which you're called and about which you made the good confession in the presence of many witnesses. Yeah. That's it. That's pretty good. And I was looking at that verse right there. Verse that's First Timothy six twelve. Yep. Yeah. So I th- I think Paul definitely, and he might not have been, but was trying to convey the like an athlete there, but in the in the faith, mm-hmm. in some. You look like you're in deep thought. Yeah. So. so I just I started reading this. This other one, it's uh, 1 Corinthians nine twenty four through 27. I want you to weigh in on this a little bit. It says, Do you not know that in a race all the runners run, but only one receives the prize? So run that you may obtain it. Every athlete exercises self-control in all things. They do it to receive a perishable wreath, but we an imperishable. So I do not run aimlessly. I do not box as one beating the air, but I discipline my body and keep it under control. Lest after preaching to others, I myself should be disqualified. Mm. You know, I don't want to take that out of context in any way. Yeah. But if I had to guess what was being talked about there, yeah, it would be you know like why why are you like you're living this life, you're running this race, why mm. are you running it just to run? Right. Like you're not, you don't just run a race just because you want to and if you do right. it crazy <laughs> like insane yeah. right you know you're you're living life for god mm. or you should be definitely like that is the prize and you know it talks about the uh the perishable wreath and you know that's anything else mm-hmm. you got a trillion things in life that you're gonna get that's not gonna last you and then right. you got that one thing the imperishable wreath that, mm-hmm. mm. you know, that's God. Yeah. And that's what we have to, we're supposed to be running for. Mm. So while we're keeping on the running verses, I just thought of another one. And this was also from camp. This was the last night of camp. Matt Simmons preached out of Acts 8, verses 26 through the end of the chapter, which is verse 40. So that's about Philip um, convert like converting this Ethiopian eunuch, and a verse in there says it's verse twenty nine. It starts in twenty nine. It says, "And the Spirit said to Philip, Go over and join the chariot.' So Philip ran to him and heard him reading Isaiah the prophet and asked, Do you understand what you're reading?' So I kind of take that as Philip. It didn't say Philip walked or Philip jogged. Philip was running to pursue what God had for mm-hmm. him. And you have any thoughts on that? Either one of you? 
Read it one more time. <laughs> I, was, I was reading. <coughs> it says, And the Spirit said to Philip, Go over and join this chariot. So Philip ran to him and heard him reading Isaiah the prophet and asked, Do you understand what you are reading? And that, I feel like that's God's way. He could have said walking or jogging, but he said running. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's the way of him letting us know that Philip was actively pursuing yeah. what God just told him to do. Yeah, you know, like, uh, kind of like an applicable thing from that, you know, like, in life, I don't know who's in here. <laughs> okay, um, so in life, you know, as Christians, we're not called to be, like, subpar Christians. Like, we're supposed mm. to be, like, we're supposed to be living it every day. Mm-hmm. And why walk when you can run? Mm-hmm. Like, because, you know, you're... Like, a lot of times we do catch ourselves walking, you know, like, mm. oh, well, I'll get there and I'll do this eventually. Right. Like, I'll share the gospel with this person eventually. eventually yeah. I'll make this decision for my spirituality eventually. eventually. I'll do this thing that I'm being called to do eventually. Mm. But, like, and we're walking through that, you know, maybe we will get to it. Maybe mm. you will. Yeah. But that, like, we're not called to, like, maybe do it. We're called right. to do it. I, mean, I don't mean to sound morbid when I say this, but you could die before that maybe yeah. is yeah. accomplished. And, you know, I mean, I feel like this is also slightly, like, hitting the boundaries, but, like, I know a lot of, like, people my age that, like, are dying right now. Yeah. Like, and a lot of them have been, like, car accidents and stuff like that. Yeah. But, like, still, I've, like, there's been five or six people in the past couple of months mm-hmm. that are my age of passed away yeah and I doubt very seriously anyone planned on it Mm. yeah I feel like you need to act before it's too late yeah that's true run instead of walk yep so thank you for doing cross country because they (laughs) pulled a lot of stuff a lot of things yeah but you still haven't answered this about cross country or track hmm I will say cross country just because it's, I don't know, the people seem, it seems more fun with the people around me. <laughs> They're still all crazy. Yeah. <laughs> people say, why do you run? And I say, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so you need to submit all these verses to the cross country coach. Yeah, I do. <laughs> and you need to make a t-shirt out of all of them. Yeah. <laughs> so... You have anything no, else? that's pretty much all I got. You got anything else? Mm-mm. Okay. Oh, well, do you want to pray real quick, and then we'll go into the closing thoughts section? Dear God, thank you for this day, and thank you for bringing us here. Thank you for these listeners, God, and I pray that you would speak to our hearts, Lord, and just pray that we would go out and share the gospel before it's too late, Lord. Thank you for everything you've given us. Amen. Mm. So, closing thoughts for this week. <clears throat> I think I'm gonna I think we're gonna talk about fellowship a little bit. Okay. So you know, we, we talked about friends earlier. And do you have anything like I'm trying to think gather my words here, so do you have anything to say about fellowship while I try to Oh, I mean I can harp on that a little bit. Yeah. Um you know, our or Brother Jerry's sermon this morning was on fellowship, mm-hmm. obviously. Yeah. All the three of us in here know. Yeah. Um, and I just, you know, something with COVID, like, I miss. Yeah. 
like any form of fellowship that we've had. Because, mm-hmm. like, you know, you go through, like, just, I don't know, you're just doing stuff. Like, yeah. You're living life. Mm-hmm. And, you, like, you have to have that yeah. with other Christians. Because, like, I remember some of the happiest moments I've ever had, like, pure joy, mm-hmm. are with Hope and Mitchell, mm-hmm. just fellowshipping with them. Yeah. Uh, you guys, like, at camp and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like, Definitely. oh, my goodness, those are the best. <laughs> oh, yeah. um, you know, Tucker. Yeah. Me, Tucker, Colin, and Ben. One night at camp, just had a little fellowship session. Yeah, it was it was pretty good. That was good. So uh, I don't know. I just I have a it holds a like a real high and special place in my life. Yeah, definitely. Because Zoom calls and text oh, yeah, messages are, are no sub for. <laughs> it's not the same. No. Yeah. So and okay. the food that typically comes along with it is pretty good. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> so you have anything to say? about fellowship i'm with brother jerry and honestly jackson but what point what i what got out of brother jerry's message message this morning was you need fellowship Mm. like you need other believers to fellowship with because if you do it alone it's not going to be yeah it's going to be easier with people around you who Mm. can understand you and know what you're going through and can lift you up you know Mm. What is what is that Bible verse that is an Acts like they had devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to the breaking of bread and fellowship? I'm in I'm in Acts right now. I'll just turn over pages. Acts two, forty two says, <clears throat> and they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching, the fellowship, and the breaking of the bread and the prayers. Okay, so like I don't know about y'all, but whenever and I mean I had heard that verse before, but yeah. that year that we had that for D now was that last year? Yeah. Yes, that was twenty. With Matt? Yeah. Okay. So mm. that was like the first time I'd actually heard that verse like yeah. in depth and actually yeah. like been through it. Mm-hmm. And ever since like that day now I've heard that verse like yeah. probably yeah, that's a couple exact thousand same. times. Yeah. That's the exact like, same thing. It's come up a lot. Yeah. And that verse um You know, and that's like I feel like that's a pretty good you know, that's a pretty yeah. straightforward example because you know that's um, that church is like, yeah. know, they were they were legit. Yeah. yeah, and that verse, correct me if I'm wrong, wasn't it that Saturday night that Matt told us to all go pray yeah. with each other? Yeah. That night mm-hmm. was one of the best nights of fellowship I've ever had. Yeah, that was great. Oh, yeah. I know that I prayed with Jackson and Tucker yeah. and Colin. Me, Tucker, Ben, Colin. I prayed with Hope and Mitchell. Yeah, I prayed with Hope and Mitchell as well. So that was just a great night. But this quick thought real quick. Like we said earlier, you do have to have unsaved friends and saved friends. But you have to keep yourself from having the wrong kind of fellowship with the... Because I've seen countless times of people who have let the wrong friends sway them into positions that they normally would not have been in. What are your... What are y'all's thoughts on? <laughs> I got a lot of well, um, you know, I said uh, I'm just gonna scratch everything. I see this thing on Instagram a lot. It's just it's one of those like you know like Jesus eccentric or something post, something like that. Yeah. And it says Jesus was a friend of sinners. He didn't sin with them. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. 
You know, like... Right. There's nothing wrong with having... No, there's not. Like, yeah. Because you have to have yeah, those you have unsaved to. friends. Because I mean, if you don't, if you, like, if you don't have a connection with yeah. them... Yeah. I mean, Jesus hung out with tax collectors and prostitutes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but I mean, that and then letting them affect how you live. Yeah. What you do and what you say. Yeah. And your spirituality. Mm-hmm. You know, that's not good. No. So. Do you have any thoughts on that, Mason? I think, like, if you have a friend who is not a Christian... You need to be their influence. They don't need to be your mm. influence. They need to live like you. You don't need to live like them. Mm. And in a song, Love You With The Truth by Casting Crowns, there's a line in it that says, I'm trying to remember it exactly, but basically if we can't love them and tell them the truth, we need God to send them a better friend than us. Mm. And it's hard sometimes to tell your friends the truth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even if it's necessary. Because, <laughs> I mean, you know, and kind of that whole topic is hitting on the popularity thing again, too. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, popular people don't, like, they don't care. Right. Either. Like, once you're so far in that, mm-hmm. you know, kind of something I think like, like Kanye. Yeah. You know, he was, he was a popular guy. Yeah. And then he, he became a Christian. Mm-hmm. And I mean, he got bashed for it a lot, too, yeah. because, you know, I mean, I'm not going to say that his new album was terrible. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know a lot of people didn't like it. Yeah. So, um, you know, personally, I didn't like I thought some of them were pretty good, but I dropped something. <laughs> I, but, uh, yeah, that's pretty much all I had to add on. Yeah. But as believers, we're called to love each other and fellowship with each other and fellowship is one of the greatest things that you can ever do yeah with believers for sure for sure for sure mm-hmm. anybody have anything else huh? that's all I got alright so this one's actually being recorded before the one you'll hear this the one you'll hear after the less like me it's gonna be a Colton Dixon song and then the last week in February is gonna be this so, if it does snow, that's why we're not talking about this, because we don't know if it's going <laughs> to snow or not. Let's hope it does. Yeah, so... Uh, I'm calling just ice. Actually. Yeah. Probably. But I'm recording the other one tomorrow, so that's when I'll talk about any weather conditions. <laughs> but, thank you all. Thank you, Ben. Thank I'm you glad for you could come. Yeah. You too, but you're the co-host, <laughs> so you'll be back. <laughs> And if you would like to ever come back, just yeah. let me know. Thank and you. Thank you for doing. Yeah. I may have been invite me back. <laughs> well, and thank you. If there's any of you that want to do this, just let me know. And you're, you're probably already on my list, honestly. If you, <laughs> <laughs> But, um, so thank you guys. I hope you have a great week. And so this will take you into March. So I hope you have a great March. And goodbye. Would you like to say goodbye? Goodbye.